Welcome back to another episode of Her Daily Drive, a podcast series designed to inspire women to find their daily drive in Jesus. Hear a range of testimonies and conversations with women of all ages about their journey, the struggles and the triumphs. I'm your host, Sarah, and I hope today's episode encourages you. Let's get started. Hi, Tanya. Hi, Sarah. Being the second half of the year, like you said, the second financial half of the year, which is a very adult, grown-up thing to say, it's time for a new segment. So we're not going to do Meals and Memories anymore. We're going to do Who is Your Favourite Bible Character? I have two boys, so David and Goliath, definitely. Mm. David, obviously, not Goliath. He conquers the giant. And then Esther, because mm. I am a princess at heart. You know, all girls, don't they want to be a princess? And, and Esther is just this lovely girl who gets chosen by a king to be his special princess. Tanya, thank you so much for joining us today. Before we dive into the topic, can you tell us a bit about your journey so far? Yes. Well, I was raised in a Christian home. My parents are pastors, so I'm a PK. And, you know, growing up, I had my own plan, focus on my career, don't have kids, don't get married. Well, you know, marriage, take it or leave it. Definitely don't marry a pastor or work for the church. That was my plan. Yeah, God had other things in mind. Yeah, so growing up in a Christian home, you know, I was at church twice on Sundays. When I left school, I really wanted to go and sort of be free, went and moved overseas and worked overseas. That was a real major experience and major time in my life as well. Yeah, I have more to tell about my story, but I'll save that for later if that's cool. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and Tanya and I both are getting over colds, which I'm sure many of the listeners are. So if we're a bit quiet and a bit husky, that's because we're both getting over colds because it's winter. What topic are you going to share with us today? Yes, my topic is called living out God's plan for you. I'm really passionate about this topic. So when you asked me, what's my topic? I was like, yes, this is it. That's it. That's awesome. Why is this an important topic in today's society? You know, Sarah, media portrays a certain image in society, you know, what we should look like, the ideal life to live, who we should be. It's continually in our face. It's in advertisements, it's on social media, to be someone else other than who you are. We're always looking, oh, change this or do this or be this. It's always about being something else than who you are. And in addition to the big questions of life of why am I here is what's the will of God for me? I think that it's being you. And the fact is God made each of us unique. He's given us different abilities, dreams and desires. And through his Holy Spirit, he gives us gifts for helping each other. It's no use trying to be someone else or trying to do things that someone else is doing it's being comfortable in your own skin and finding out what God has planned for you and doing that and then follow his direction and once you have an idea of some of the things that you're good at will you give it a go finding an opportunity to use those gifts and talents how would you feel if I asked you to go and play the piano with just a song you can just make up yeah I would freak out I know Rugrats that's it yeah (laughs) yeah you've got to be you and be comfortable in who you are and to change from what society thinks What experience have you had with living out God's plan for you? Okay, well, first I'm going to tell you about me trying to live out someone else's plan. I'm going to talk about my mum. She's a pastor. I mentioned that earlier. And for years I've seen her operate with what God has gifted her with or who God has made her to be. And she has this amazing talent to just go up to talk to anybody and share God's love with them. And for me, that's really daunting. Like the way she does it, she, we're sitting at a coffee shop and she will just talk to the person next to her. Hi, Mm. how are you going? 
you know, do you know Jesus loves you? Would you like me to pray for you? Can I pray for you? She is bold and the people that she talks to are just, yes, oh, thank you. It's just the way God has made her. And I tried it, you know, I was like, okay, mum, I was taking a, a flight down to Melbourne and I said to her, okay, I'm going to pray that how God is working in you. I want that for me. So I'm going to pray on the plane. She's like, yes, the plane is perfect. They can't go anywhere. They have to sit <laughs> right trust. beside you. And I think God has a great sense of humor. I went on my flight, I rang my mum. Oh, mum, you wouldn't believe what happened. She's like, what happened? What happened? I said, well, I had the whole row to myself. (laughs) So it just confirmed to me that yes, we are called to share God's love. I'm not saying that. I'm saying be who God has created you to be. And, And for me, I cannot be like how God has created my mother to be. I have to find that out for myself. What God has gifted me with, operate within those gifts. Another experience was over 10 years ago, Daniel and I were living in Germany. We had to make a decision whether we were going to stay in Germany or move across to Europe, into Hungary, or whether we would come home. It was a big decision. We had an offer to just have six months fully paid. We could just go wherever we wanted from a company we were working with. And it was a real difficult decision, praying and asking God to direct us. We just had to step out in faith about where we felt God was leading us to. In fact, God let us to come back to Australia. And so God will direct your path and having faith in God to do that, he may direct your path right back from where you started. And more recently, you know, I've experienced God's prompting for me to leave my job. And that was another really big decision. I didn't want to, I didn't have anything else to go to, but the thought kept coming back to me, you know, this is time. It's time. I've got something else for you. And I had to take a step of faith to go, okay, you know what, God, I'm going to trust you and putting my faith and, and reliance completely on God and his power to direct my path. And so I resigned from my work. In hindsight now, it was a few months ago, we've moved house, we've had to sell a house, pack up, move, we've made, done major renovations, travel, there's no way I could have done that, keeping a job and a happy home all at the same time. So God really does direct our paths. We just have to acknowledge him in what we're doing and the decisions we're making. When we're thinking of living out God's plan for us and we feel like God may be prompting us or telling us to do something, what's the process you personally go through to actually discover what it is he might be saying to you? Yeah, that's a really good question. First, I think, is it going to fit into my plan? I'm going, yeah, no, it's not going to fit into my plan. And then I pray and I say, okay, Lord, what's your plan? You know, And it's mm. always coming back to where is God directing us? We have such a short time on earth. We can step out and try something new. And I always ask myself the question, what's the worst that will happen in the situation, particularly if I'm sitting somewhere and I feel God wants me to talk to someone, ask something or make a decision, even leaving work, what's the worst that can happen? Well, I can go and get another job. Another thing that I do is I test that thought or that prompting. So normally it's something I wouldn't normally think myself Mm. gives me an alarm bell that, okay, this could be God giving you this idea or God directing you in this way. And I ask some other people who I'm close with, um, you know, what do you think about this? Mm. Could you pray with me? Can you, you know, and I give it time frame, a week, two weeks, or, you know, sometimes there's not a lot of time to make these decisions. Generally there is with the big decisions. So you want people to be praying with you. So generally there'll be a peace in my heart when I know But there's been a lot of times where I've followed my own Mm. plans and it's ended up in a disaster. In all these things, God will use it for good. When you look back on your life and you think, yeah, that was totally my call and I didn't acknowledge God at all in that, you can look back and think, okay, well, that failure for me may just be the key that will help someone in the future Mm. when I get a chance to share that with them. (laughs) 
Okay, let's have a coffee break. Oh, coffee tea break. Everyone in the car have a tea break as well. <laughs> this is the first time I've actually had tea and coffee whilst recording. Oh, really? Yeah, because usually it doesn't happen. Well, this is lovely. Number 59. Yes. You got it right. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Does God have a perspective on us actually choosing his plan or following his plan for our lives? God's got a plan and a, you know, a scripture for everything, doesn't he? <laughs> when I spoke earlier about being you and God has created you uniquely, I mean, I think that's the foundation that has to be built upon for then moving forward into what God's plan is for you. So understanding that God has made you the way you are, you're perfect. God has made you and he hasn't made you like anyone else. You're the only you that there is. Romans 12 two, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to discern what is the good pleasing and perfect will of God. Scripture also tells us in Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. This scripture is used quite a lot, but it is such a key because he does have a plan for us. And at the end of time, we're going to stand before him and he's going to say, Sarah, how have you gone? Don't you want to just be like, I tried to use everything. I used all of my talent, all of who you made me to be. Look at the story of Esther. She had to wholeheartedly trust in God, not knowing what the outcome would be for her. You know, she, mm. and I mentioned she was one of my favorite characters. She had to step out. She had to go before the king, even though she wasn't allowed to, you know, she had to be invited and yet she went forward and she had to step out and do things outside of what would be appropriate or expected of her in that position. And sometimes it's about trusting in God's power than on men's wisdom. You know, it talks mm. about that in 1 Corinthians 2, 5, so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. Psalm 119, verse 105, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light unto my path. And for me, it's so simple. It's a lamp. It's not a flashlight or a or a floodlight. Mm. It's just a little bit at a time and taking one step at a time and seeing where God will direct you and where God will lead you. Proverbs 3, 6, in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. The Bible is full of God's perspective on this topic. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really comforting to know that when you step out, you have faith in God because that's what he wants for you. Are there any stories or Bible verses or inspiring things that helped you along your journey? Yeah, so I've recently been reading Driven by Eternity by John Bevere. And as I said earlier, life is too short to worry about what the media thinks or, or who you should be. You know, there's too much at stake in eternity to not trust God's direction and be obedient to his promptings. Whilst it did take me a long time to come to the decision about leaving work, you know, I put it off. I put it off. I thought, no, no, this can't be right. I don't have anything to go to. You know, there was that, there was a trust issue there and the prompting, it just kept coming back. You know, this is time. And that's not something I would think about myself. Mm. And so it was really just a mind shift to think, oh, this is actually good talking to me. And then taking a step to be obedient mm. to God. And I believe that's one way we show God that we love him is by being obedient and to obey the promptings that we have. When I read this book, Driven by Eternity, and I think of all the things that's going to happen when I get to the end of my time and I stand before Christ and I think, yes, I want to be confident that, Lord, I was obedient, mm. you know, to, to your promptings and where you called me to serve or to help. And because you have no idea, like you mentioned the fact that you had to move houses and everything in that time, which was very helpful. You didn't have to work during that time. But I also think you have no idea where God wants to lead you in five, ten years. He sees everything 
and so we just have to trust him and obey him. Yeah, that's right. There's a concept called ready, fire, aim. I heard that a little while ago and it's really stuck with me because that is really talks about this whole trust about yeah. stepping out. So, you know, I would always get stuck on ready, aim, and I get stuck there, you know, yeah. I'm planning and, get, and if this happens, then this, and yes. then this, and then this. So I think this whole concept around ready, fire, aim, so you, you step out and just let God lead you. It's a real visual concept of how you can help put that into practice. Remember to put your trust in God that he will direct your path. Before we finish today, do you have any final words of encouragement for our listeners? Okay, God has a plan for you. He's got a plan for you. He's got a plan for me. We are the body of Christ. We're all different. You know, there are hands and eyes and feet and we can't all do the same thing. And God's desire that he's given you to help that body to fulfill what Christ has already planned, that's from him. That's his desire for you. No one can do that other than you. You might be the eye, Sarah. I might be the leg or the pinky. I don't know. <laughs> But that's God wanting you to be you and to follow in your call. So yeah, I would just say, read his word, listen to his voice. When I say listen to his voice, it actually means being quiet long enough so that you can actually hear him. Take time to just be quiet and let him speak to your heart and take a step out. Have faith in God that he will actually guide you where you're going. So take a step. Don't be afraid. Ready, fire, and then aim. Tanya, thank you so much for chatting to us today on the podcast. It's great to be encouraged and inspired to live out the plan God has for us and knowing that we are who we are and not trying to chase other things but chase that plan. So thank you. You're welcome. Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week. Bye.